Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slain Self Doll Podcast. It's your girl Felicia Wallace. Remember, we have been counting down the top five episodes of 2020, and this is the number one episode. It is episode 54, The Journey Behind the Business with Nicole Walters. You're listening to the Slain Self Doll Podcast, where we empower black women to acknowledge their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Nicole Walters is on a mission to inspire people to not only live better lives, but to also leave a legacy. Known as the coach that you need in your business and in your life, she is adept to identifying ways to turn influence into income and popularity into profits. Whether on her top-rated business podcast or when she's dropping gems from the event stage, Nicole champions the long-term payoff of intentionally pursuing purpose. Welcome back to another episode of the Slain self Dog podcast. I am here with the Nicole Walters. I am so excited. I was trying to figure out like, how do I give her the pri- the proper introduction? It can only be the Nicole Walters. I told myself oh my word. I was not going to faint, girl, but I feel it coming on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. I know that there's lots of people who know about you. There's some people who don't know about you just yet, but they will after listening to this episode. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Sure, absolutely. So I am the CEO and founder of Inherit Learning Companies, and it's a business education firm. We are a multi-million dollar agency based in Atlanta, Georgia, and we help everyday entrepreneurs apply corporate business solutions to their small business to find more success, more comfort, and more ease. And um, and I, I got into this world from working in corporate for a really long time and realizing that I was good at what I did and I liked the work as well, but uh, I wasn't so thrilled about the people I was working for. I felt uh-huh. like I had solutions and strategies that if I was able to shift them to the everyday entrepreneur, I would really get that boost, that energy that says, you know, you're making a real difference. And uh, that's exactly what happened. I launched my business a little over five years ago. And in doing that, I managed to change tens of thousands of entrepreneurs' lives and really leave a lasting legacy. Yes. So um, when you, you know, for those who do know the story, we know that you went live and you quit (laughs) in front of thousands (laughs) of people. Now, I had my quit day last year. And when I tell you the anxiety that I felt about doing it in private, 
Of course. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine how you like felt about making that, you know, like decision right is like a very very big thing so talk me through that like what were you thinking before you press record and went through the conversation like what were you feeling sure so uh you know as you mentioned about gosh five years ago it's hard it feels like yesterday you know it's one of those things you never kind of forget and I'm sure you can relate to that but about five years ago I quit my nine-to-five job so I had a six-figure corporate job and I'd been building, um, I always like to say, even though we use the word quit so heavily, I really did just hire myself. So I'd already been building the firm. I was already replacing my salary and then some, you know, and of course I was loving what I was doing. So I knew it was time for me to sort of make that transition and commit to myself full time. Uh And uh, even in that process, I was still terrified. So (laughs) what a lot of people don't know is that I went to my husband and I said, hey, you know, I'm thinking I'm inching up on this, you know, quit day. And I kind of want to start planning out the transition. I want to kind of figure out what that looks like, what I'll be doing the day after, you know, just really start lining some of those things up. And so I'm going to book a hotel room for three days and I'm not coming back until I know what I'm going to do. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) You just left? I left. And I was like, okay. And the thing was, you know, I've got three kids and, you know, I just felt like whenever I was at home, it was harder for me to make those decisions because uh, you know my family's in front of me and they right, swear me you know at you. yeah yeah like, should, and I, it's like, should i not oh, should i exactly and so i was like i just need to get the mental space to really connect with god to connect with myself to really say hey is this something i need to be doing right yeah. now and and not be influenced any type of way so i went ahead and i went to this hotel room and i honestly truthfully thought i was just going to come back with a date you know, like, okay, oh. this is the day that I'll be ready to go. Here are the numbers. Here's how it all aligns. And I was in the hotel room for about an hour or a day and a half. And I called my husband. And I said, you know what? I think I need to quit now. Oh, like, wait a I minute. think I'm going to call tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and my husband's like, okay, sure. And he's, you know, team Nicole. So he's like, go, go, go. It's fine. No problem. Because he was like, I always knew that you would be successful one way or another. And I also trust your ability to pivot and adapt. So even if things weren't working, I know you have the ability to work it out, to make it work. And so, yeah, he has more faith in me than I do in myself, (laughs) right? You know, what's new? So I went ahead and I called in and, you know, I was classy. My parents raised me well, but I definitely called in and quit. I did all of that live online in front of 10,000 people. And it was watched by 100,000 people after that. And people watched this video because, um, I think a lot of them wanted to see kind of the thing that we're all really scared of, you know, what yeah. it look like to finally leave. And they've been watching my journey and building this thing online the entire time. And yeah. so it was really amazing. And in that moment, I was elated. I was on cloud nine. I felt like a it's superhero. Free. And when I say in that moment, I mean, for all 11 minutes of that, <laughs> right? Like I was utterly, I was terrified. It was like a ter- a fear sandwich, right? Yeah. So terrified, <laughs> elated, terrified, you know? And um, the minute afterwards, I think I felt like this insane flush of relief, mm, you know, that was just yeah. kind of like, I didn't die. You know what I mean? Like yes. I built this thing up in my head and I didn't die. But then, you know, moments after that sort of reality starts setting in. And it's like, okay, you work for yourself. Now it's put up or shut up, you yeah. know, like you got to, make it happen because that check isn't going to make itself. And uh, that was the, that was the moment where I realized, boy, I've got a lot more to work on. Entrepreneurship is a lot less the, the tools and products that you sell and, the, and more the mindset yeah. and attitude that you show up with every single day. 
I think it's so interesting that you say that even, you know, you did yours public publicly. I, you know, mine was, I sent the email really quickly and then mm -hmm. I had to verbally tell my staff that was a little sure. bit more scarier um, because they had scary. been with yep. me for so long and it was just like, oh, wow. you know, they're looking like, well, what happened? We, we, <laughs> yeah, we, because did we do something? Did, yeah, so <laughs> it's crazy because we don't even, we're so in our feels about everything that we forget that so many people have quit days. Yeah. Like it happens all the time. Yeah. And so people quit days for a variety of reasons. But what's different about us is that most people don't have quit days uh, to just do their own thing yes. because they want to trust themselves. Because they say, hey, I've given 10 years to a company. I want to give one year to myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like that is unusual. And it so is. Whenever yeah, you people are like, "Girl, you sick? You all right? <laughs> you pregnant?" Like, yeah, that's like, right. Exactly. <laughs> Something like, has to be happening. That was what happened when I did my exit day. I mean, my exit interview. You know, mm -hmm. you know, when your HR will come in, like, okay, like, what's going on? And because I had been there eleven mm -hmm. years, they were kind of like are you leaving? And it was other transitions happening in the right. organization. And I was like, no. And they kept yep. asking me, where are you yep. going? And I kept saying, home. And my parents had just moved and out of same state. here. And yep. so they're like, you going to Florida? I was like, no, I live here. I'm going home, like to my house right. with my kids right. and my husband. Yes, right. And I'm like, right, that's right. where I'm going. They're just looking at me like, who does that? I'm, I, I guess me. That's, that. you know, right. that was kind of how right. I felt. Um, but yes, it was like that I was, I had written the letter. I was ready to go. I sent it and I felt great that day. And then I went home and was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Should right. I go back? Right, right. But it, it, I definitely, you know, you go through the, it's, that sandwich is right. Like you just feel that sandwich. So once mm -hmm. you did that and you start this journey to like, creating a life that you want for yourself how has self-doubt showed up in your journey do you want immediate access to new episodes products events and freebies join the slaying self-doubt family today at www.feliciawallace.com that's www.p-h-i-l-i-c-i-a-w-a-l-l-a-c-e.com Oh my goodness. So I, it's something that the transition of the relationship in the very beginning, I didn't even know it was there. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was what was getting in the way of me accomplishing and getting certain things done. So, wow. um, and, and that is something that I think if there's anything that anyone could take from this conversation, you know, it's really important for us to not beat up ourselves. I think yeah. I saw a quote yesterday that said, it's really hard to, um, you can't hate yourself into somebody that you love. Right. Wow. So you can only love yourself into someone uh, wow, you love. So right. Yeah. So I first started off and I was just like hating certain attributes about myself. Like, mm. why can't I get this done? And why am I not disciplined enough? Yes. And why am I not loving this element of the work? Because it's such a gift. It's such a blessing that I get to do this. And why can't I show? And I was just so hard on myself yeah. because I truly thought that there was something defective about the way I was approaching entrepreneurship. Mm. Like, I wasn't effective at something. And then I realized, um, you know, then came the realization a couple, you know, a year and a half into it or two years into it, where it was like, oh, the reason you don't approach this task is because you don't believe that you'll actually be able to do it. Or you wow. do believe you'll be able to do it. And you're afraid the bar is going to get reset. Yeah. Or you are worried that if you do this, you might let down your family or let down your friends or let down your, you know, your community, you know, yeah. these sorts of things. And so once I started realizing how my, um, 
inaction in some areas was manifesting through a root of self-doubt, then I actually was able to start working through it and past it. Um, And the working through it and past it part was, you know, really saying to myself, hey, girl, it's not going anywhere. And it's going to pop up when you may not expect it. So you, so now that you know what it is and you've given it a name, you know, you're able to actually say to yourself, okay, um, when this comes up, let's, let's take the time to have the conversation instead of thinking that I'm just going to gloss past it and be great. So yeah, self-doubt definitely popped up. And in the beginning, it was just acknowledging what is even going on. Yeah. And I I tell listeners all the time, that's the, you have to have some sense of self-awareness to be able Mm -hmm. to know what it is. Like if you don't call it a name and you don't address it and acknowledge it, it would, cause it's going to keep creeping back up because every time you level up and you do Absolutely. something else that doubt will come up and for me I always tell me it's very easy it doesn't, it doesn't take much for me it's like one word Absolutely. and I'm like okay I'm down and out for the count and the the journey of it all is you know to keep doing it even in your scared moments and even in yes. your nervousness of um because there's a there's you have an assignment <laughs> and Absolutely. if you don't do it you know i know people probably they hear me say this all the time there are other people attached to your assignment so if you do not do your work whoever's attached to you can't do theirs because they need Absolutely. something from you um and it's taken yes. me a while to like really like put that together that like if I don't do my work the person next to me can't do theirs and so then I don't I don't want that guilt either like I don't want that absolutely <laughs> I mean I think you nailed it when you said that one of the things I had to own you know once I finally kind of went through that journey of self-doubt was that what am I really scared of, right? Mm. And I realized that I've got a whole host of fears. Your brain, when it when it is not sure about something, yeah. will will come up with. I mean, it could, my fears sometimes would be things like, "Well, I don't want to wear a skirt on stage because <laughs> people might be able to see up my skirt." I'm sorry, are you just not afraid to get it on that stage? You right, right, I mean? right. Because <laughs> you own pants, you know. What I mean? Right, right. There's options. <laughs> right, and so I mean, there's so many things, and I finally had to say to myself, "Look, like." you know, if what's the thing that's the scariest about this whole situation and what it is, is disappointing God. Right. So I'm more afraid of, of sitting in the solutions that he's given me Mm. and not honoring the things that he has saved me. from. And that is scarier to me than uh, ever running into any of the things that my brain can manifest. So, you know, I mean, he has delivered me through things and given me answers and solutions that I know I am not meant to take with me whenever my time comes. So I don't want to have to answer for that. You know, you know how whenever um, with, with my kids, they talk about how like, yeah, my friend wanted to do such and such, but like, I just didn't want to disappoint you. You know, like I I knew this wasn't in alignment and it's a similar feeling where it's like, you know, when you've been raised right by a good God, you just know like, Hey, he's he's giving you opportunities to show up. He's not going to want that. And so I I just don't want to have to answer for not using my gifts well. So whenever that self-doubt flares up, you know, it's like, girl, just put on those pants and get on that stage, you know, because you don't want dad to be like, what were you doing? I, I put you out here in this... I, you said you wanted the platform. I gave you the platform. Then you didn't want to get up, up, get exactly. up there and do it. So I tell people that all the time, the thing that scares me is if I see slaying self-doubt with somebody else's name on it, because he's still mm-hmm. going to get it done. It just may not be by you. And I'm like, well, Absolutely. he's already given me everything. Please don't take it away. And Absolutely. So like, he can't take it if I'm, if I'm working in it. So, you know, I'm just like, Absolutely. okay, so just keep doing it. Keep doing it. I just it. think, I mean, Thank you for tuning in every week. Your support does not go unnoticed. If you truly love this podcast, please remember to share, subscribe, rate, and review.
absolutely. One of the things I always think of is that, you know, what does heaven look like? I think that heaven would look like all of us using our gifts to the best of our ability yeah. all the time. So we could have heaven on earth if we all stepped into that without question. And oh, that's yeah. what life is, is trying to find that symbiosis, that uh, that blend of as many people on earth doing good and using their gifts divinely, you know, to help support each other. And if we could, so it's like every time I do sort of my part, I'm pushing us in the right direction, you know, yes. and I think that that's really necessary. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, um, it's a dance. It's easier said than done, yes, you know, absolutely. And I wish that, you know, I wish that it was easy. And I wish I could say that you get to a certain place in your life where you're like, Oh, I got this. I think what happens is you have certain places in your life that you start feeling confident about yeah. that. Right? Like how many of us go to scramble an egg and we say, man, I'm going to screw this up. You know, right. what I mean? like, you know, like yeah. how many, how many of us go to like take a shower and put our pants on and we're like, boy, we're gonna, we're just not going to nail this. Exactly. Like, you know, like we, it, it's a habit. You get confident about. Yeah. Right? But like, when you, when you were three years old, you know, and your mom said, go get dressed. You, you broke into tears right. because you're like, what if I have to do it myself? You know, or right. brush your teeth or go to bed. So self doubt can indeed become something that's, you know, second nature or, you know, or, you know, a second fiddle to actually getting it done. But the reality is, you know, it is uh, something that you'll, work on and live with yeah absolutely so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before so the biggest thing is that if self-doubt is popping up here and there that's probably a good thing uh because it means that i'm challenging myself to do new things so if i am feeling completely confident all the time in every single thing that i'm doing then i'm really not pushing myself enough Mm. and that's a huge problem i need to make sure that i'm in a position where i am stretching myself where I am reaching new people and I'm going into places that um, may not have felt comfortable for me because, you know, uh, Jesus didn't hang out in the temples and do fancy things and yeah. eat tasty foods. You know, he went into places where people literally were like, this is an uncomfortable environment for you. Why would you be here? You know yeah, what I mean? Right, so, exactly. You know, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Yes. You know? So I know that, you know, if I'm feeling self-doubt that, I need to also align that with the fact that I must be trying something that is unfamiliar, new, or challenging. And life is the meeting and solving of problems. So I need to I need to get out there, meet these problems, and solve them. Yes. So what made you want to share your knowledge? Like you have you had all of this information and you had mm-hmm. everything that you know God had given you to be able to like transition from a corporate job into your own space. You could have taken that and kept it to yourself. You could have taken it and said, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm just gonna be Nicole Waters, me mm-hmm. with my family, and that's it. What made you want to share it with everybody? Well, uh, there's a Bible verse that I lived my life by, First Peter four ten, which specifically states, and I mean, I really did. I I'm grateful that I found it early in my entrepreneur career because that verse changed my life, and I like live by it now. And it basically says that all of the gifts that we have are not just gifts that are given to us to just enjoy for ourselves. Mm-hmm. They're actually specifically gifts that are given to us for others and in using them for others it's the best way to glorify god so i mean if i'm out here thinking that just by being a great mom you know that that is glorifying god or by making a lot of money that i'm glorifying god or by waking up every day and you know eating a sandwich and showering or just going to church even that that's enough um you know and i know that i have gifts inside of me and i know that i have special abilities it's like being a singer and saying i'm never going to sing a note or I'm only going to sing for myself in the, sh- in the shower. Yeah. No, no, no. Like you have that voice and that was given to you because that voice is going to change someone else's life and keep the ball rolling. So um, that was the thing that said to me, hey, you know, as hard as it may be, 
your job is to be out there with this. You know, yeah. you were given the answers to help someone else get delivered. So go, go, go. And um, that's what I hold on to every day. It's about the bigger picture. That is awesome. Yeah, I didn't, you know, that is, most people don't think about, like, even that part is scary with, to me, like, in this journey, like, I know that I have to put it out, because I, I know that this vision started with God, and he told me to tell other people, and those are the things that make me just kind of nervous about, like, you know, that's when that imposter syndrome creeps up, and you're like, are you sure you wanted to come from me? Like, you could just get somebody else who has right? more, you know, cloud, or who's gotten their whole life together, and you want to use me, but I remind myself every day that, like, he uses anybody, and so if yes, he chose yes. me, then that, I have to honor that, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying before of, like, you know, he, he gave us these gifts, this is our assignment, and, if, you know, I'm supposed to do it, um, but in remembering that I have to share it with other people, and so that, I think that's what happens, you know, for those people who are wondering, like, how do I know if I have, like, you will feel it in your stomach that you have to get it Absolutely. out, and it has to come out of you in order for it to actually work. Staying inside Absolutely. and keeping it to yourself will just, that's where the self-doubt kind of stays in, and the anxiety ridden, and you just kind of feel like, I gotta do something, and sometimes you just, like you said, just open your mouth and let it out, mm -hmm. um, and once you do that, it will, everything else will just kind of cut connect together so with um you know I, i'm still very new to this so like yeah, transitioning from as a parent and as a wife like transitioning from your uh nine to five to growing your business how has that changed your view on entrepreneurship and how did that shift kind of like how, how did you shift into that? Because, you know, sure, for me, sure, I'm still sure. in that place of like, you know, my husband's very supportive. Yeah, yeah, my kids are supportive. And, you know, when you're at the beginning of it, you're like working more than you would work before and in a different type of way. Um, but how do you shift that to be able to balance it all? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where I think that I always try to remind people that balance is bogus, right? Just when you think you have it all together, a global pandemic will hit. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so let's just stop even saying to ourselves that we're going to always be in balance. No, I think that um, one of the things that I learned really quickly is entrepreneurship itself is actually pretty easy, right? Which is crazy because most people are like, no, it's the hardest thing ever. No, entrepreneurship itself is pretty easy because all the things you're trying to do in business already have answers. And the only thing you're trying to do is find that answer. So whether it's, well, how do I launch a retail line or how do I get a client to buy? Or There's an answer. It's just going yeah. out there and finding it. What is unique to you and the challenge in entrepreneurship is finding the balance of those answers in your own life because your situation yeah, is different. So right. for some people who are entrepreneurs, you know, they're also battling a personal immune disorder or they have a kid who has additional needs or they have a marriage that might be going through a challenging season. And it's all of those external factors mm. that really do modify your entrepreneur experience. So I think the minute that I started granting myself some grace, yeah. saying to myself, listen, like entrepreneurship is something you're good at. And in, and in a different world, if you were by yourself, only working on this head down all the time, you know, it might be a different story. But the reality is you love your family, you do it for your family. And because of that, you're always going to be balancing something. If it's not your family, it's going to be self-care. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those things where once I kind of let go of this ideal, this fantasy that I'll just have it all in stride, I'll look good and everything will be great. 
then I was able to finally say, okay, you know what? I can only handle the things that are in front of me today. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and what I'm going to do is do my very best to handle those things. And if I can bring my best self to each moment, then I can do the best that I can with the moment in front of me. And, and that's all I can do. Yeah, I think that that granting yourself grace and like understanding that your situation is different from somebody else's mm-hmm. um, is so important because we, as much as we say we don't compare, we do. Um, and we look at other situations and you just assume like nobody went through anything. They just magically appeared to be perfect or mag- magically appeared. And mm-hmm. these things happened in a way that like they had no struggles. They had nothing that they needed to um, overcome. And they, you know, just seem very successful in this moment. And that's, you know, the main reason for slaying self-doubt is just really showing people that like you have the fears you have the anxiety you have the the self-doubt and you still move forward and this is a part of the journey like those things are going even in the beginning of your like we said earlier you're going to level up and you're going to have a different type of adversity that's going to come (laughs) at you you know and then you'll have to be able to shift in that moment and be able to uh change or just adapt to whatever that is and then the next time something else will come and you have to be able to do that and I think that um knowing that you know kind of going back to the self-awareness you got to do the work on yourself first because if you go into it just thinking it's going to be easy because part of me did I was like oh you know I can right. do this and this should be easy then I was like wait a minute <laughs> yeah nobody right. told me about this it's kind of like parenting right like you 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 have the key and then and it's just like oh this should be light work and it's like no wait no nobody told me that you gotta talk to them about this so you have to oh, have yeah. a conversation about that it's like where's the manual this this isn't this this isn't the, uh, like the book that was written isn't the real book because every it kid is different <laughs> it isn't the real thing and we're all figuring it out like that's one of the things that I'm and it's constantly changing yes just when you think you have it all figured out life will throw you a curveball and the only thing you can do is just stay fluid and flexible and just light on your feet and ready to adapt and that's the best you can do yeah I definitely agree with that I used to tell my staff um that the only thing that's constant is change (laughs) I can guarantee you something's going to be different tomorrow like I don't know what it is but something will be different and you have to be able to adapt to that so if you could give one piece of advice for that person, that woman who knows that they, they have something else in them um, and it's more than what they're doing right now, but they're too scared to like really like kind of, they're too scared to jump because we've all been there. Um, what would you say to that person who's like on the edge of like, maybe I should or maybe I shouldn't? Sure. No, I mean, I definitely think that the thing I always say is obviously it's different for each of us. Yeah. But if you found yourself dedicating and being a giver, right, spending so much of your time giving to your family, giving to your company, giving to your church, just always giving to someone else, Uh it's amazing what can happen if you pour into yourself just a little bit. And it doesn't mean that you can't go back. You know, you can always go back. Your corporate job isn't the only job you've ever had, right? So you can always go back. But the reality is, you know, you can't live your whole life planning to always serve others, uh, you know, at their whim, you know. And so if you take one year to discover your gifts, you know, at least, you know, 
ultimately what the answer is. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? And yeah. then go from there. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good to just to take the time. I think sometimes that we're, even when I think about like in the beginning, when I told my husband, I was, you know, it was like, God told me I need to leave. And he was just like, what? Yes, no, listen, <laughs> same, same. And people look at you, I'm like, I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy, but like, here's what I did to kind of make it work, but I'm pretty sure I got to get out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, uh, and he's, you know, he's asking me like legitimate, honestly, very good questions. Like, well, how long? I'm like, uh, I don't know, three months, mm-hmm. you know? And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, we still have this life. And I'm like, okay, three months, I'm hoping for six. And I happen to be looking at the calendar and I'm like, it's April 22nd. Like I right. put, I put my resignation in May 1st, 2019. Like I'm coming up on a year of really of being on my own and not and realizing what it is that I have the potential to do just by taking that jump and taking yes. that risk and, you know, putting all my faith in God to be able to continue to sustain us. And even in the scary moments he's provided, even in the moments where I'm, you know, yes. I'm like, I'm not really sure if this is really going to work. And then we're like, Oh, it's April. <laughs> Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of gone. It's, it's gone for it. So um, I personally want to thank you for, you know, what you have done. So for those that don't know, because I don't know if I shared this on the show yet, I was a part of uh, Nicole's uh, 1K One Day um, mm-hmm. Cycle 10. And yeah. um, I, it was exactly what I needed at the time that I needed it. Um, what's interesting about it is that I had saved it on my calendar. I went out for like a girl's night and I had literally completely forgot about it. And it just so happened, like we ended girl's night, like literally five minutes before your webinar started. And so wow. I got the alert and was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. And so wow. I listened to it and it was literally the last day to join. And so I wow. listened to it and I, on the way home. And then when I got in the house and it was just like, God was just like, it's time. And I was just like, wow. are you sure? Wow. I'm not really sure. Wow. This seems like Amazing. a lot of work that, you Amazing. know, yeah. and, and I have, I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Every time I think back, I'm just like, I, I, I'm, grateful that I took the that leap and every leap that's come up you know after that because this is this is how I got here you know (laughs) yes yes um so how can people connect with you if people want you know the joy that I feel being able to be around (laughs) you and be your rich friend um (laughs) how can they connect with you well anyone who wants to learn more can head over to nicolewalters.com and uh and engage with any of the services that we have to offer or just listen to the podcast or follow on social media i'm nicole walters all around the net yes 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 i'm going to make sure that is all in the show notes but i'm pretty sure you guys already you probably already follow her you you, you probably don't want to say you follow her but you know because she is funny okay and she is hilarious i love all all things nicole <laughs> You're so great. Thank you so much, Felicia. I'm so grateful that you were able to share with us today. I thank you so much, and um, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right, y'all. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Until next week, see ya. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.